Hello and welcome to the Surprisingly Sober Podcast. I'm Trevor. I'm Taryn. And we are here to just shoot the shit, talk, and shoot the shit. So, um, so something I want to just bring on momentarily. Whenever like I take the intro and you know like, hey, I'm Taryn, and then pass it over to you, are you ever worried about like what volume you're going to be at? Like, yeah, that's why I usually go, I'm Trevor. Go, like, because, more. like, I don't know, like, when you're talking, you're fine. But, like, just that first word, you're like, I don't know how much oomph I need to put into it's like, this I one. I don't know how to speak correctly. Hello. Like, where, where do I go? Dude, it was like when we were at Best Buy. And that cute girl, uh, like, I almost bumped into her. Like, I felt my voice go, like, louder and higher than I wanted when I said sorry. <laughs> like, sorry! It was just like, sorry! Uh, sorry! <laughs> sorry, I gotta get back to Miss Riddle's 8th grade class. Oh, sorry, my boyfriend's getting away from me! <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so. Alright, now, now on to your real topics. So, the purpose of this podcast is for us to just talk and... Do our stuff, so yeah. Um, just interact. We're two you know. best friends. Been best friends since fifth grade. We're yeah, fifteen years on now. Fucking just been so long. So anyway, we just talk about random stuff. So one of the things that I saw this week, I have a list of topics. Do you have any topics? Uh, no. yeah, I got right. one. I got a story that I want to tell you, Taryn, about a dog. This is a story all about how my life got flipped and upside down. All right, story how... of a dog. Let's hear it. No, I'd like you to take a minute just so sit right there. I'll tell you how Sergeant Stubby became the most uh, heroic dog of World War One. Can we just take a moment to appreciate that I cut my own hair and it doesn't look bad? I mean, sure, I'm like, okay, there we go. Over here, you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, you did real good. I'm really proud of you. Thank that you. That wasn't sarcastic, even though it sounded like it. I just normally sound like that. So Sergeant Stubby. Sergeant Stubby became the most decorated dog of World War One. Uh, that's that's the word I was looking for earlier. Um, so Sergeant Stubby is what is his breed? He is a. Please don't breed with Sergeant Stubby, Trevor. He's a Boston Terrier. Okay. Oh, so uh, he's from Boston. <laughs> so actually, yes. Um, he was found in Yale. At the Dude, Yale campus while... Dead ass. I didn't know Yale was in Boston. <laughs> it's in Connecticut, which is pretty much just low... It's just okay. rich Massachusetts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, New Haven, Connecticut. He was found on the grounds of Yale University in July 1917. So 1917-1918 as the war was coming to a close. World War One. Okay. While members of the 102nd Infantry... Were training. He hung around the men, uh, and and one soldier in particular, Corporal James Conroy, um, and they developed, you know, kind of like that that bond. Um, but what was great is that like the dog was was hanging around with them while they were doing their drills and stuff, and like he learned things. Like he learned to salute. That's adorable. Yeah, he learned to salute and learned to do all this stuff. So, uh, uh, Corporal Conroy. Uh, snuck him onto the troop ship and got him to France. Now, obviously, uh, when they got to France, the commanding officer was like, "You have a f like." He, he hit him all the way to France. They didn't. Yeah. Get, they didn't find him until they got off the boat. And he's like, "Why do you have a fucking dog? Like, you can't have a fucking dog." You want to know what stopped him from 
from kicking the dog off. The dog saluted. Yep. The dog fucking saluted. They got the dog to salute because he'd been doing all these drills. He knew exactly what he was fucking doing. So fucking awesome. So his military service. <laughs> Dude. Well, what would the commanding officer do if like he found the dog like partway through? Just <laughs> throw him out? Yeah. Like what would he have done if he found him partway well, through? He probably would have saluted then too. <laughs> Just while he's flying away. (laughs) So, uh, Sergeant Stubby served with the 102nd Infantry Regiment in the trenches in France for 18 months through four offensives and 17 battles. What's his kill count? (laughs) What's his KD? (laughs) Uh, Well, he didn't die in the war, so that's good. Oh, cool. So So he's got to be positive. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, he is. Um, So, uh, he he served in in the trenches during, uh, like right off the off the bat, uh, right into the trenches, and was under fire for like a straight month. Like it just in just in it, he was thrown into the fire as a dog. Um, He did get wounded. He got. He took some shrapnel to one of his forelegs by a German grenade. Fuck the Germans. <laughs> yeah, they haven't done shit. Yeah, he go Boston and make their uniforms. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So, did you look into that at all? Was I didn't. I, oh, I okay. didn't. Because so it could I, be. You're... I just saw a comment on Reddit. <laughs> oh, well then it could be true. He, he like linked sources and stuff, okay. but I was like, I don't care. But anyway, so he got wounded. He was sent to the back to to recoup and improved morale, kind of what he was doing. So he just the, the army technically just kind of adopted this dog. Yeah. Um, he was a stray because he was yeah. just found wandering Yale. Uh, and I don't know what the fuck just happened to my phone. Oh, there we go. Imagine like just wanting to steal some food out of the dumpster, and next thing you know, you're getting shipped off to France to fight. <laughs> I think a lot of people that actually happened to. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but you at least speak the same language, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when he recovered from his wounds, he went back to the trenches. They sent him back. So uh, in his first year of battle, uh, he got injured again by mustard gas. Oh. After he recovered from that, they gave him a special gas mask. But he also learned... To smell it and and detect it. So he could then warn the soldiers of it. And because of also the the wine, that high-pitched wine of artillery shells, he could hear it well before soldiers could. So he could warn them, you know, 10, 15 seconds beforehand to help the, the soldiers take cover from artillery strikes. So it's like, holy shit. Um, he was also solely responsible for capturing a German spy. Uh, and that led to him, uh, <laughs> led to the commander making him a sergeant, <laughs> which is fucking dude. Cool. He could smell him. He could smell him and just started barking. Dude. Just crazy. Imagine being a fucking private, having to watch a dog get promoted over you. <laughs> Cause he barked at a dude. <laughs> well, you know what? Kind of deserved it. Yeah, he deserved it. He's like, hey, man, German spy. You didn't find the spy. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, you're acting kind of sus right now. Not going to lie. Woof, woof. So as the U.S. started advancing, uh, there was a town in France that they actually made uh, made him a little, uh, like, coat so they could pin medals on him. 
um, many medals. He got injured again, uh, was hit by some shrapnel from a grenade in the chest and the leg. He ended up with two wound stripes on his little jacket of medals. Uh, and uh, then again, Corporal Robert Conroy smuggled Stubby home and kept him. Um, he, there's even more. After the war, he met with Presidents Woodrow Wilson, Calvin Coolidge, and Warren G. Harding. Because he lived until 1926, I think it was. How old was he when he died? So, they really, they can only... Like, let's they think that he, he was, was about 10. Okay. They think he was about 10 because they found him in 1917 and uh, they, they assume he was probably about one based on yeah, how long he lived. That, that's like what my guess would be when they found him around one. Yeah. So there are many statues for him, especially in Connecticut. Um, he, he was presented the gold medal from the Humane Education Society by the general of the armies in 1921. Um. There was a movie about him that actually came out a couple of years ago, um, but yeah, he died in uh, he died in his sleep in March of 1926 after his death, uh, and he was preserved with his skin mounted on a plaster cast, and he's now in the Smithsonian. I don't like that last. Part. Yeah, that that part's a little weird. Yeah, let's bury him. He fucking deserves it, or like at least like Viking funeral him. Oh yeah, he definitely. Oh, Viking funeral is the way to go. But yeah, that's just so fucking awesome that that he's the hero of World War One. Not that fucking shit movie Dunkirk. I actually like that movie. That was a, that cool was movie. a phenomenal movie. It's um, a really good movie. So Trevor, like so Trevor, how does it feel knowing that a dog outperformed both of us in just ten years of its life? <laughs> in in two years of its life, in a, in yeah. eighteen months of its life. Damn, it, it did way better than than we'll ever do in our lives. Yeah. It saved countless lives. Yeah. Uh, pr- improved morale in the trenches, which were god awful. Dude, I've never improved morale a day in my life. <laughs> That's true. I usually bring it down because I'm pretty pessimistic. Um, I'm pretty optimistic for a pessimist. Thanks, Paramore. Yep. Oh God, look at that. <laughs> um, actually, um, from what I've heard at my work, I actually do improve morale because because of your hearts. Because my hard work and jokes. Because and, no one else has to work. Apparently, like, so I had this one dude. I've mentioned him by name. I'm not going to mention him right now. Um, same name as Jarmer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so. That's for me, like, not for you. Apparently, he, uh, like, if I'm not there, he just doesn't talk. Like, he just does not interact with people. Like, he'll, hey, good morning. And then that's it. But, like, um, another one of my coworkers, um, she was just like, you and Devin are... Fuck! <laughs> yeah, you said it, whatever. I don't care. You two are really close. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, you're the only person, like, you'll have extended conversation with. And I just, like, didn't know that. And I was like, oh, cool. I don't like finding that sort of stuff out. Yeah. Like, I had a coworker text me one day on my day off, because I had a day off in the middle of the week, and he's like... Man, I wish you were here. I was like, why? Is it like, is stuff just not getting done? He's like, no, it's just really boring. I'm like, I, I'm glad that you said that. That makes me kind of like feel good, but it also yeah. it's like way too much pressure on a relationship. What are you doing? We're going too fast. <laughs> like, no, I, it's definitely nice. It's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm making like, you know, like a personal connection with these people. Another coworker invited me to his wedding, and I'm the only person in the store going to the wedding. 
And um, it's literally just close friends and family, and then me, who's his boss. And like, I'm <clears throat> well, just, he wants a promotion, huh? He wants a promotion. <laughs> he wants to get promoted to my spot, so <laughs> um, I'm only one step above him. So whatever. Um, but yeah, so like, it, it's kind of nice that it's like. I don't know. I've always had like a pretty negative opinion of myself. Not in like a, oh, I'm a real piece of shit and I should feel bad. It's just like you could I, do. You always think that you can do better. You're not doing your best. Well, well, no. I. It's more like I know I'm pretty unlikable in a lot of regards. Where yeah. like, I mean, that's true. Yeah. No, it is true. It's a hundred percent true. <laughs> like you, you're a dumb count. <laughs> that one. That one. YouTube, that one YouTube comment we yeah. have. So, like, when I do make the, like, connections with some people, I'm like, oh, cool. Apparently, like, I kind of struck a positive nerve with this person. So, it's nice. I like it. I like being liked. Like everyone else. Yeah. That's why we're doing this podcast. Because we yeah. want to be liked, even though we'll probably be hated. Oh, no. I I, I also kind of like being hated by people. Like I don't. Like, no, no, no. Like, hear me Like, out. if we get hate from this podcast, I might quit. I'm a pussy. <laughs> No, so hear me out. <laughs> hear so me like, out. This always goes well when someone I, goes, hear me out. I am a very loud and obnoxious person. I am very... Yes. You like, yelled over a blender. <laughs> Talk about loud. <laughs> um, I speak off of my hard palate, so I echo everywhere I'm at. You, um, oh, I never noticed that. Like, I never made that connection. Yeah. That you, 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 t- you talk off your soft palate, peasant. Is that bad? No, that's how people are supposed to talk. <laughs> like that. Yeah. So like I talk up here. Yeah. Instead I of talk down in, here. instead of back here. Like I I don't talk really like much like back in my like I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. I like to speak very forward. Um You are very and forward. um It's your personality. Like if I was if my personality was a color, it would be like <laughs> uh like probably bright red. <laughs> if my personality was a color yeah like That's it'd be not like a thing like it'd be like bright red it's like it immediately catches your eye and it's like okay that's something you know like it's just like i'm ferrari red yeah like i'm not like reserved in any regards like you know who i am out the gate <laughs> and so it's like i understand like a lot of people like look at me and just be like this dude's a fucking asshole like he's loud he says crazy shit if I was a color, I'd be blue. You'd be like, like a, blue. a pretty muted blue. Yeah. Because you're, you're like chill. Like, you know, you don't really. Chill and depressed. You don't make a lot of waves. You're not like, you're not just like throwing the door open. And it's like, which one of you motherfuckers? <laughs> I would love to do that though. Yeah. Which one of y'all? Dude. <laughs> um, fuck still, my sister. Uh, so. <laughs> A long time ago, I went to work one time, and uh, um, and I threw the door open into like the back room area where everyone was at, and there was the two uh, store managers and a uh, like couple other people, and I just got back from. This was when I took that like three month hiatus where I just did nothing all the time. Remember that? No. When I was at uh, the grocery store in Southern Oregon, and I took like three months off work where I just didn't go to work. I don't remember that. 
It sounds like it could happen, but I don't remember it. I don't know what else to tell you about this, man. It was right after my mom passed away. Oh. Yeah. I took like three months off because I had a lot of money in my savings account. So I was just like, I'll just live off the savings oh, account. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. And so wow, it was my it was my first day back. And I just walk up, booted the door open. I was like, what's up, motherfuckers? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so you. And everyone was like. That is so you. And then I realized no one there knew me. (laughs) (laughs) I had a name tag on. I'm in uniform. (laughs) No one knew who I was. (laughs) Both of the store managers had changed while I was gone. So you just busted in and just like, what up, motherfuckers? I'm back. And everyone's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, that really set the tone for who I was. And then they promoted me out the ass. Yeah, because you walked in with confidence. (laughs) No, because... um, Well, you did your job, right? Well, yeah. The entire freight crew walked out. So they Um, had no one. (laughs) So they were like, hey, I'm not sure if that's something you're interested in. Um, like, would you be okay with doing that for like maybe a couple weeks till we find some more people? And I just looked at them and I was like, I can do it by myself. Find me another person. I'll just be the lead. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, you don't have to worry about finding like someone else right away. Just like go through the normal hiring process. I can handle the job by myself. They're like, that was a four-person freight crew that just walked out. You can do that much work? And I was like, easy. And I fucking did it. <laughs> and then I worked 42 consecutive days. After taking three months off. Um, This was like a month later. Oh. Yeah. Like, I'd been there for a month, and then the whole freight crew yeah. walked out. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So, what's up, motherfuckers? I'm back. That is the way to walk into anything. Yeah. Just like you've never back, even been there before. Back by unpopular demand. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that I want to talk to you about, Taryn. And and there's something right outside of our house that reminded me of this. Is this the big fucking flag? Yes. It's the big fucking flag. I hate seeing that flag. So there is a place uh, probably about a quarter of a mile away from our house that put up a gigantic flagpole. Oh, okay. Yeah. And put on a huge flag, not your normal fucking Dude, six by three flag or that, even a This thing ten. is bigger than our house. Like Easy. It, it could drape our house. Easy. And it's at half mast right now. For is it for the Asian yeah. shootings? Okay. The White House okay, I'm cool. The White House ordered it at half mast, all flags yeah. at half mast. And it's at half mast. And it's fucking if the It's th- a hazard. It's a hazard. <laughs> Like, this thing, if it's not blowing in the wind, it is touching the ground. That's insane. Like, it is fucking huge. Dude, like, whose lot is it in? Like Camping World. Okay, so they own it? Yeah, they put I, it up there because they're a bunch of fucking hillbillies. I'm going to send them an angry letter. <laughs> so, I wanted to talk about that. So, patriotism... I would say what ninety to ninety-five percent of the time goes hand in hand with Republican, with Christian. Oh yeah, with religious, with Christian. Which is weird because separation of church and state. No, that's a government thing. 
Yeah. Fucking religious yeah. nuts don't yeah. care about that. What it does uh, kind of bump heads with is the uh, worshiping false idols. Doctrine of the Bible. I'll refer to it as a doctrine. You mean the gold statue of Trump? That as well. It's weird how these religious Christians become fascinated with... Well, because like... Or, they... or the patriot... I, I don't know It's weird because it's, they're both obsessed with either Jesus this, Jesus that, Trump this, Trump that. But it's also just USA this, USA that. So Let's get to... I like... feel like a lot of the kind of patriotism is like... They're like, we want America to stay how it was when I grew up when it did follow like a lot of the religious doctrine of like hating gays and minorities and stuff. And for some reason they think that's what the Bible is when it's not. Leviticus is pretty much the only point in the Bible that condemns uh, homosexuality. And guess what, guys? That's the Old Testament. That's what the Jews believe. <laughs> no, so- no offense to the Jews. I'm sure you guys are nice people. But you have a lot of hatred in your part of the Bible. The New Testament is the teaching of Jesus. Like that's what Jesus did and accomplished. So if you're a Christian, you should be really focused on the New Testament. All right. <laughs> Just saying. Do you mean the world ending? That's like the last book. That's like a twenty seventh of the Bible. Or of the New Testament. I don't know how many books are in the Bible. There's twenty seven in the whole yeah. Bible. Yeah, but that's also. Fucking, I remember when I was when I was growing up, my dad being a Jehovah's Witness, I was like trying to learn, uh, like trying to remember all the the book names in the Bible. Yeah, and I just could not fucking do it. I just could not. Dude, do it. I remember going to Sunday school and you had to memorize one Bible <clears throat> verse a week. Can I tell you a story? Or like one passage. I forget how much it was. Can yeah. I tell you a story? Let's hear it. Oh my God. This is great. This is okay. going to be great because it just shows how awkward of a person I am. And if my dad is listening, which I think he probably is. Hi, Roy. <laughs> dad. I'm going to call you dad. <laughs> um, dad Roy. Dad. <laughs> Viceroy from Star Wars. <laughs> Roy Choi, famous chef. Uh. <laughs> um, so I remember when I was probably 10. No, 9 or 10. I was 9 or 10. I was pretty young. And I remember my dad, uh, the, the Jehovah's Witnesses would give out like these things, p- literature. Um, and this one was like to to have the talk with kids, you know. The sex talk? Or? Yeah. Oh, oof. Oh, yeah. And oof. I remember I was trying to, uh, I was, he was like having me read it out loud to him because I, I don't know why. That's just, that was a Jehovah's Witness thing. Um, and I'm like reading it out loud and I like get to the word for penis and vagina. And I'm like, oh, I can't say those. You say those, dad. And he said them. And I was like, that's just how awkward of a child I was. Um, I couldn't say penis or vagina. I was like dude, nine or ten, though. Dude, that's rough, buddy. Um, and then, like two years later, I'm typing in like boobs, boobs, <laughs> big boobs, big boobs, naked girl. <laughs> um, so I, I've it's just exponentially I, got worse. I have there. two comments in regard to this. Um, I've told you, but I don't think I've told the camera. Um, my <laughs> sex talk, the sex talk I got when I was sixteen. I was in Don't, my first series. 
I was in my first like kind of serious relationship where it was like we're spending all the time together. Is this the one with your mom? Yeah. Well, I wasn't dating my mom. It was my mom giving me the talk. That's what I meant, but okay. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> clarifying for assholes in the comments. Because uh, I'm a dumb count. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love that. Um, I'm just glad I made someone's day slightly worse. Oh, yeah. I didn't really elaborate on that. What? Like, I love it when people just have strong emotions about me. Like... It's like, I don't care whether it's positive or negative so much. I just want people to be thinking about me because I'm either improving or ruining their day. And that makes me happy. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so my mom. Oh, uh, anyway. Oh, fuck. We both said it at the same Um, time. Anyway. um, So my mom, uh, she comes up to my room. She was in a uh, little wheelchair at this point. And she. Really? Yeah. Went downhill fast after I left. Yeah. <laughs> she had a lot of medical problems. Oh. Uh, and she knocks on my door and I'm like, oh, hey, mom, you know, how's it going? And good, you know. And uh, the girl I was seeing had just left. And she was like. Your balls are drained. Oh, you're the wrong <laughs> And she was like, yeah, um, so are you two using protection? And I was like, yeah, mom, we are. <laughs> You have to buy the extra large ones like your dad. <laughs> Glad I know where I got it from, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, apparently I got Narcissism. my dick from my mom's side of the family. <laughs> Narcissism. Um, but yeah, so that's the only talk I ever got. Really? Yeah. Like, my parents never were like, oh, all right, you got to use protection. Here's a banana. This is how you put a condom on it. Well, my, that, I yeah. never got the talk yeah. either. Um, that was the most talk that I got. Ma- make I sure you wait till you love her, you know? Like, I never got that shit. Like, I probably should have, because I probably would have taken it more to heart. Because, and I probably would have waited longer. Because I honestly, like, at this point in my life, I'm a big advocate of waiting now. Like, I'm waiting to have sex? Yeah. Like, dead ass if i waited till i was like mentally and like kind of logically i suppose like sound i probably would wait till i was like 21 22 like I, I i think people are having sex way too young but that's just me being an old man now do you but so how do you view sex oh this this took a turn i mean i view it as hobby so then so if you view it as a hobby then, then... well i just like think like, I look back on myself, and I was like, I wasn't mentally ready to make that decision. I wasn't smart enough to wear a condom half the time. Because I thought, well, it feels better without one. <laughs> like, well, what the fuck? Like, I always learned in sex, I had to wear a condom or, or you'll die. And I'm like, yeah, but this feels really fucking good. Uh, but, but it's just like, I just look back on myself, and I'm just like, I wasn't ready to make that decision. But in 10 years, you'll look back at the decisions you make now and be like, I wasn't ready to make those decisions. I don't know. I, I feel... That's how life works. Life's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it is. You always look back and are like, man, I w- used to be dumb, but I'm not anymore. And then you look back on that you and you're like, man, I was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought I was like some genius, great fucking person when I was like 21, 22. Then I look back on him and I'm like, you're a fucking moron. And that's moron. like five years ago. But now, but now I feel like, 
of course, this is the arrogance of being me now, but I feel like I am good now in regards to, like, I now, like, I'm like, all right, I'm kind of <laughs> done with this stuff, but that means, like, I have room to learn. Like, I have that viewpoint of myself where it's like, I don't think I know everything anymore. That's why, like, I spend a lot of time, like, researching, like, scientific literature and stuff like that so that I can be, like, because people at work will come at me sometimes with, like, political shit. And I'm like, I don't know. I'll look into it. And then I come back the next day with, like, research papers about, like, you know, gun ownership. Oh, uh, Chicago has the strictest gun laws and they have the most gun violence in the country. That And then... Uh, this country has like the most open gun laws, and they have like no gun deaths whatsoever. Then Sweden. I, and then I, uh, well, no, it's a state, but oh, state. and I was just like, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about this. Let me look into it. And I pulled the stats, and they were so fucking wrong. Well, yeah, it's just because people yeah. can literally lie on television and get yeah. away with it. Yeah, like they saw this on Fox News, probably. Well, and then I, Tucker sh- Carlson's a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, did I say that? Dude, out loud? he always looks like he's a dog that's trying to figure out how you just did a magic trick. Like he's just kind of like that's that's all a, the time. That's, that's fucking funny. <laughs> that's just how his face looks. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, we're talking oh about like sex. like I'm like I now accept that I'm kind of dumb. Like I don't think I'm dumb, but like I'm dumb in some. Areas. You know that you you know that whatever's going on right you're aware yeah, you're aware yeah. that whatever's going on right now you probably aren't capable of having a meaningful conversation so you're going to go and get yourself prepared for it yeah and I'm like okay I don't know this I'm gonna go figure it out <laughs> and this is I think this is a point in life this is peak you know where you'll be like this for a few more years yeah. but then then and, I'll and then I'll then know everything. No, no, no. Then you'll think you'll know everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You'll be like, I'm old and wise. That doesn't mean shit. No, nah, I really hope I can still self-reflect later in life and just be like, maybe I'm wrong. Let's look into it. No, and that's like, the way to be. Let's fucking Google it. That is the way to be. No, oh, but Google is liberal propaganda. <laughs> nowadays, with how gotta use DuckDuckGo. Nowadays, with how um complex the world is you really have to uh definitely take the time and research everything before you talk about it um i can't remember where i was going with that point i had something but then you said duck duck go and i laughed um i also grew out of thinking everything is black and white like i think i grew out of that around like 23 24 like i used to think like everything had a black and white solution you know, I've kind of, I've always kind of been in the middle. I've definitely probably in the last couple of years, especially in the last year, I think I've leaned more to the left politically and culturally. Yeah. Um, which I've always leaned that way. Yeah. But I was in the middle, but now I've started to lean more and more left. Um, which is weird because it's usually the opposite way. As you get older, you usually well, go more center to right. Yeah. Um, but. Um, well, no, like, I don't mean, like, just politically. Like, no, I, just, I, like, I meant culturally as yeah. well. Culturally, but, like, socially. But, like, even, like, my life problems. Like, back when I was 20 or so, I got super into diet and fitness. So, like, well, I... You, then you got into it? I thought you are into it now. I am. <laughs> I've just 
How's your boyfriend, Will Tennyson? I, I got. Oof, he's muscular. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. His mom's milfing it up too. Is his mom hot? She, she's in great shape. So you fuck Will Tennyson? I can fuck his mom. Dude, I'd fuck his sister. <laughs> well, yeah, you have a thing for like yeah. sisters, especially yours. <laughs> <laughs> but no, anyway. So when I was hot. about twenty, I first got into fitness. Um, I. Because I was still in that, like, black and white mindset. I was like, these foods are in the white. These foods are in the black. Yeah. I can't eat candy. Can't eat ice cream. Can't eat like, sugary cereals. Can't eat can- Like, those are no foods. Like. the the Yeah, the dude, black like, and I, white. I won't even eat fruit. I wouldn't eat fruit because it had in. sugar. And, like, it wasn't until later where I learned, no, fructose is good for you. It has health benefits. And then, like, you know, it's a like, good sugar. And then, like, it's not aspartame. And then, like, even like, yeah. And then, well, aspartame's no calorie, so it's fine uh, in terms of macronutrients. Yeah, but it, yeah, take enough of it, it'll fucking kill you. Yeah, it might mess up your kidneys a bit. Um, but then, like, I would even put like a lot of like red meats in the bad because they're high in fat. And like, oh, salmon is high in fat, so that has to go. Salmon's one of the best foods in the world for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not black or white. Yeah. Oh, it's got yeah, it's got a lot of fat in it, but it's also got a lot of other shit that's good for you. So like, I basically tortured myself with terrible food. Yeah, you were pretty raw back then. I would just eat like brown rice, chicken breasts, vegetables egg whites like it sucked and it's why after like two years of working out hard like when i was 20 i was about 140 pounds i'm 180 right now so i can't imagine you 140 pounds yeah that's like holocausty yeah it's really skinny and then i bulked up to about 170 or so in about two years so i put on a lot of weight especially for two years Probably a lot of fat in there, too, but, you know, people like to pretend like, oh, no, it's all muscle. You went through a breakup. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> me and my ex-fiance broke up, and I lost all interest for everything in life. Stopped working out altogether. You lost everything, interest in everything in life? Pretty much. Aww. And uh, so I stopped working out, diet went off the rails, started eating like a human again. You want to hear something narcissistic? What? You lost everything. It was just You lost everything. You're interested in life. And then, here I come to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> then I brought Trevor into my life and everything got better. Um, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, now that like I'm trying to get back into it, because I was in really good shape for a while there. Like I like I had visible six-pack like year-round. Like, I didn't even have to flex, and I had to sing It was fucking nice. and <laughs> That's, like, the hardest thing to keep. Yeah, and it was just, like, I would look in the mirror after getting out of the shower with, with my girlfriend, and I would just be like, damn, Taryn, let's go, buddy. Like, she doesn't deserve this. <laughs> she was, I will say this. She's a total cunt, but she's hot as shit. She Valerie? Had, yeah, she had a great body. Like, holy shit. Like stellar, you yeah. never you never saw her naked. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. She she had a great fucking body. Okay. And um, but anyway, 
Um, so I'm finally getting back into it, and I tried um, the old way, like what I did back then. And I was like, okay, black and white, no to these foods, yes to these foods. And I like gave up after like a month. Like it was just like, well, this is awful. Like I feel depressed. My stomach doesn't feel that good. Um, like I'm just irritable all the time. This sucks. And I gave up. And now like I'm getting back into it. But because I learned a lot about diet, nutrition, real healthy eating, like really like dialing the shit in. I'm enjoying the shit out of it now. Like I'm able to eat fruit again. Like I'm able to eat like real fucking food. It's nice. That like it's, it's not, not black, black and white. white. You just have to have a little bit of control over your shit. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, and, like yeah, like, mix and match. Eating a fucking slice of cake at your friend's birthday party isn't going to undo everything you've done for the past month. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to run so much more this weekend when I go yeah. work out. No, you're not, Samantha. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and it, it's just like. I've definitely grown up out of the black and white. And it's like, oh, shit, the world is like 99% gray. Like, all the things going on right now are some shade of gray. 50 shades. Yeah, that joke didn't need to be made. It was obvious. <laughs> yeah, but I like to say, I like, I don't care about yeah. you laughing. I don't care about <laughs> me laughing. That's, that's, my, that's how I deal with shit. <laughs> no, like, that's like jokes, like... It's funny when someone says something that's supposed to be funny and I go, that's funny because of this. That makes me laugh. Yeah, dude. And that's what's funny. I tell people about that because it's super funny to me when you do that. Like, because I also. Because I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not not doing it because I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, I know what I'm doing. The downfall is my dipshit coworker, he started doing it because I. Well, that's your fault. That's I, your fault. I said how funny it is when you do it, and I every time he does it, I dead ass look at him. I'm like, no, it's funny because of the timing. <laughs> yeah, like no, that's the thing. Like it's you, all about you're, timing. You're just not hitting your fucking mark on it right now. <laughs> like I, dude, he'll come up to me and be like, hey, I have a joke. Do you want to hear it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, tell me a story that has no punchline, <laughs> like no funny summation, nothing. And I just stare at him and I'm like. Was that it? Yeah. It wasn't funny. <laughs> Jesus. You were brutal. It's it's fun. Um, <laughs> but anyway, bring it back to sex. <laughs> yeah, bring it back to sex. So when... So right now you're an old man. And I'm you an think old that man. you should wait. I think waiting is good. But I mean I th- like... But that's... Kids are horny out of their fucking mind. This is coming from someone who has like... Pretty mellowed sense sense of horniness. Like, if I was in a committed relationship and my girlfriend wanted to have sex, uh, girlfriend or significant other, um, because I date theys, um, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Um, I know you on that spectrum, dude. I do. The um, person that I hooked up with during the forest fires (laughs) was a they, so you know, oh wow, so you got a couple, you got a couple under your belt. Uh, I have four under my belt now. Oh God! And uh, there, the number of days is catching up. <laughs> I'm not making this joke. Never mind. Dialing back from that one. Uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so if I was dating someone and they want to have sex <clears throat> once a day, I'd be okay with it. They want to have sex once a week, I'd be okay with it. Like, I just am like... At what? A, I'm just like at a point where it's like... What? I don't like... I don't what? need it. Like, it's fun. Oh, it's fun. And I enjoy it. But it's like... I no longer have this like impulse need where I'm like, ooh, ooh, when's the next come? When's the next come? <laughs> like six podcasts ago, we were talking about how you have to fucking jerk off eight times a day. I don't though. <laughs> liar. You're a liar, liar. You're like Jim Carrey and liar, liar. You're a liar. Now I'm Jim Carrey and yes, man. <laughs> you asking me to do something? fucking do it <laughs> you're a liar you're like jim carrey and ace ventura fucking asshole. dude ace ventura 3 is being <clears throat> written by the uh team that did sonic yeah so who cares so it's gonna be a banger ace ventura was not as great as everyone said it was <clears throat> now granted i watched it last year for the first time oh Jesus Christ. I never saw it as a child. Yeah, so, like, that's like saying, like, dude, Barney's fucking trash, man. I mean, Barney yeah, it's not trash. for you. It's for kids. Yeah, Barney is trash. <laughs> the transphobia <laughs> in Ace Ventura? <laughs> Which you thought I meant Barney, the way you were looking at me? Yeah, I was like, dude... Hold up. <laughs> when did Bonnie flip-flop? No, Ace Ventura wasn't bad. It's just everyone, it's just been hyped up in my mind for 25 years. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, okay. And, like, the Dolphins were a good football team back then, winning Super Bowls. Oh, they didn't win a Super Bowl back then because Dan Marino was quarterback. Um, but anyway, I don't know, like... The movie just wasn't for you. It's for someone who's like 12. I am mentally 12. <laughs> I think Bo Burn was funny. <laughs> Still. Dude, Bo Burn is funny to everyone. Like, Bo any, Burnham is... Anyone, is... anyone, any age group that doesn't think Bo Burn is funny, you just have a bad sense of humor. Taryn, Taryn, is there anything better? Dude, is there, any, is there anything better? Than a Bo Burnham comedy special. No. <laughs> there isn't. I'm loving the Anything Better podcast. I just want to give a shout out Dude, to the Anything Better podcast. is there anything better than doing a podcast with your best friend? No. Dude, is there anything better? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great podcast. Uh, Bill Burr's other podcast that he does with uh, Burt Kreischer, the Bill Burt podcast... Uh, they recently had George Lopez on, and I like I saw that, and I was like, Ugh. yeah, because you know we like, loved the George Lopez show, but then that whole thing came out about the kidney thing, wait, and what? George Lopez has just become cringe in the last few years. I don't know if he's just cringe. It was just like, in the same way that I don't care about like an old comedian, like you know the, those like like Seinfeld, you know, like what's the deal. Like, I don't give a shit, okay? Like, you were funny for your time, not so much anymore. It's campy, it's dumb. But, like, George like, George Lopez is still fucking fire, man. Him on that podcast was just so he was smart so and well-spoken. My favorite type of comedian is someone who's just funny in a conversation. Yeah. And guess what? Joe Rogan's not. 
He really I can't does. get. I I'm so over him. I haven't listened to a Joe Rogan podcast in probably do, two months. Do you know who's super unfunny? Ari Shafir. You've talked about that several times. I hate him. Yeah, he's he is a he's a horrible person. Yeah. I I was like he looks like he rapes. Oh, that's that's accurate. That tracks. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um, <clears throat> we're talking about podcasts. Dude, I oh, we did briefly touch on sports and the Dolphins and. Football. Oh yeah, you you want to talk sports? Um, I do. I do want to talk. I haven't a been bit keeping about up on sports at all lately. So, have you heard about the March Madness thing? Um, didn't like uh, a favorite get knocked out and like ruin everyone's brackets. Oh yeah, no. So yeah, so uh, Ohio State, the Ohio State, the. yeah, the Ohio, Ohio State, State. The Ohio State University got knocked out in the first round. That's fucking Out of 15.7 million brackets in ESPN, like, I think it was like, or no, 14.7 million brackets and 13.9 million got I, knocked out. I should have And felt- now, as of right before filming this podcast, Saturday night, um, another upset happened. There are now zero perfect playoff brackets. That's brutal. Yeah. In the Dude, first I, round. I should have filled one out. Because you want to know something I do every fucking year? Mm. Put Ohio State to lose their first game. Ohio so, State is the worst university. The worst university. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I hate that. I always put them to lose because of that stupid the Ohio State University. My favorite is when, when other people will do it and they'll be like, the Jackson State Community College. <laughs> Dude, that's great, man. Um, but no, the... the um, Difference between the men's and women's training facilities for the... So, the men's uh, tournament is happening in Indianapolis. They're doing a bubble like the NBA did. Okay. And the women's is happening in San Antonio. Now, uh, and my lady Oregon Ducks uh, are kind of the ones that broke this. Um, Oh, the the lady players of the Oregon Ducks. I was like, is the duck a girl? No, it's his name is Puddles. That could that's pretty non-binary. No, he rapes. So <laughs> <laughs> ducks duck rape is is a problem. It and is. I stand I stand he, against he, duck rape. <laughs> doesn't mean Puddles rapes. Oh no, Puddles doesn't. But duck rapes. Yeah, like well, men rape. raping is a problem. Doesn't mean all guys are rapists. Just like a decent amount. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Like it's. Over fifty percent, it seems like someone. I, I would say over fifty percent for sexual assault. assault. Yeah, or sexually harass. I'll I'll give harass. I would say sexual assault, probably about forty to forty-five percent. I mean, we're That's, talking out of our ass. This is just yeah. based off of girls that we've talked to. Yeah, because like he, the, the crazy thing is, like we're best friends. I don't know. Like I don't know that you've never sexually assaulted someone. Like well, I, I don't know that you've never sexually. Yeah, no, that's someone. what I'm saying. Like I don't know it as fact. I assume it because I know you're a good guy. Like I've been around you and been around you in a relationship. So I'm like, okay, that I that's not something I think Trevor would ever do. But I don't know. Just like the same way I have my religious beliefs, but I don't know. I believe in nothing. Doesn't mean there can't be a god. Anyway, March Madness. Um 
the discrepancy between the men's and women's train facilities. So the men had a full-on bench press, squat rack, everything you could ask for in a gym. Curl a, setting yoga a, mat. <laughs> they had they had rolled up yoga mats on a folded table and a single weight rack of free weights of like dumbbells. Dude. In a in an equal size convention center and and the NCAA when it came out that uh, when the um, I think her name something Price. Sedona Price? I can't remember her name. Um, she tweeted out like what the fuck is going on? Cause they had a basketball court and then yoga mats and, uh, one weight rack. Dude, girls, dumbbells. girls shouldn't lift weights. They should know, just do yoga. Do you know what the reasoning was? Was that they didn't have enough space and they were in a 53,000 square foot convention center. All they had was a basketball court and a folding table. That's bullshit. Yeah. Dude, fuck. The... Basketball courts are pretty small. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. smaller than you think. Yeah. Um, so, that came out. Uh, and, like, overnight, the NCAA fixed this. Yeah. There was a problem with women's sports that we're going to fix. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Um, I will make the uh, counter-argument that everyone always has of, like, well, we, you guys need to watch women's sports, too. No. You need to watch women's sports. If you're a woman and you're upset that the NBA or the WNBA players aren't making as much as NBA players, you need to start watching them so they get better viewership and better sponsors. Don't put it on other people. Be the change you want to see. Oof. Thanks, Brock. Um, I don't think he said that, but that's something that he would have said. It sounds like something he would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there is definitely a mistreatment of female athletes. And I feel like that this goes back to like, um, a lot of like the kind of old school, like gym bro guy logic of like, you know, like, no, like, you know, men lift weights, you know, men, girls, like you guys do like yoga and have your little colored dumbbells and do aerobic exercise like i feel like a lot of it comes down to that kind of discrimination of people who just like have these weird preconceived notions of like it's like nah dude like um one of my favorite youtubers stephanie buttermore she's a fitness it's a great name it is it's jeff nippard's girlfriend Uh, (laughs) because i can tell just by that name she's hot Dude, she's fucking hot. She like squats like 350. She's an animal. She lifts like a beast, but like just walking around, you're just like, oh yeah, skinny hot chick. But like she is like in incredible shape. Her fat ass is pure muscle. Yeah. <laughs> um but no, like cause also like with women think this too like they're like oh well i don't want to lift heavy weights i don't want to get bulky and um it's not going to happen you don't have the conviction to do it uh, Oof. that's that goes to guys too guys oh you know like i don't want to lift heavy i don't want to look like a bodybuilder you're not going to <laughs> no you got to be doing a lot of so a lot of uh greg Doucette broke it down perfectly 
old, old Gilbert Godfrey, Greg. <laughs> sounds like Gilbert Godfrey. He needs to say it's inconceivable at least once in his videos. No, that's not Gilbert Godfrey. That's yeah, but, but like he sounds like him too. Like he definitely has that like. Yeah, vibe. he does sound like him. Yeah, You're right. So You're um, right. in your first year of heavy lifting as a guy, you can expect to put on 6 to 12 pounds of lean muscle mass. Like, if you have good genetics, 6 to 12 pounds of lean muscle. Girls can expect to put on 3 to 6 pounds. And then every year after that, the number keeps going down to where you reach 10 years, and you're lucky to put on a pound of muscle. Like, on that 10th year, work out as hard as you can, diet perfectly for a full year, you're lucky to put on one more pound of muscle. Like, you're just reaching your genetic ceiling. And it's like... Three to six pounds of muscle in a year. So even the great genetic women will put on six pounds of muscle in their first year working out or going super hard. That's not getting ripped. No. But like everyone just walks around with this notion of like, oh, well, I don't want to lift heavy weights. I don't want to, you know, boom. And it's like, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> yeah, but what we were talking about yeah. are athletes. Yeah. We're, these are people who are division yeah, one. Th- these are people athletes. who are in need of lifting heavy weights and, like, working super hard. Yeah, and they were given a dumbbell rack that looked like it went up to, like, 30 fucking pounds. Yeah, and some of these girls probably squat, like, over, like, 250. Yeah, they're, like, they're they're 6'1", 6'2", 6'3". Yeah. Like, they're tall fucking girls. They're big yeah. girls. They're big gals. <laughs> they're gals I look up to, like, hello. And you're like, hello. <laughs> Please don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> you would knock me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, so the... Like, just the disparity between it. Like, the men is, like, everything you could ask for. It was all there in a convention center plus more. And then overnight, they got what they, like, Dick Sporting Goods and another company came out and was like, oh, yeah, we'll help. But then overnight, they they fixed the problem because there was so much backlash. There's a problem with the NCAA. And I feel like behind the scenes, there was some, like, uh... You guys could have just came to us. You didn't need to publish that. Well, no, the NCA said that there was a a lack of space issue, and it's like no, 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 no. There was a fifty three thousand square foot convention center that you could have filled, and well, you well, didn't. Well, no, I mean like to the players. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were probably like, oh, you you could have come to us. Okay? No, they can't. We would have, though. We would have made something work. The NCA does not yeah. listen to its players. Yeah, you no. want to know why? Because it doesn't pay them. Yeah, which it should. That is bullshit. The amount of money that that colleges make from players is astonishing. Yeah. Like, I don't care if they're getting a full-ride education. Pay their rent, too. College football, I would say, is probably more popular than the NFL. Yeah. Like, I would say it makes more money than the NFL. Like, the uh, fact that... No, no, the fact that the Texas Longhorns... The University of Texas made its own channel. Pure, they were able to get their own channel purely. That's pretty good <laughs> for their athletics. Um, the Dolphins don't have that. The fucking Falcons don't have that. No NFL team has that. Not even the Patriots. They don't make enough money. But there's so much money in college football that 
some payers have gotten paid, but not all of them. Yeah. Not the ones who are, you know, like, I don't think Justin Herbert made any money. Probably Because he was from Eugene and he yeah. went to the University of Oregon. Like, he, so, that was his hometown. Like, he was going yeah. there no matter what, even if he got a scholarship or not. So, um, the only argument I would make that would put the NFL in potential favor of making more money is the cost of tickets. Yes, but when you have 32 teams and you're yeah. going up against five conferences of at least 10 teams each. Yeah. You've almost doubled that because you've because you have the Pac-12, the Big Twelve, the Big Ten. There's 32 teams right there. The ACC, yeah. which is another 12 teams. The SEC, yeah. which is another 12 teams. I w- the SEC alone, I would say, makes more money than the NFL because SEC football is football. I don't know because like a lot of the stands will also be college students who get in for free. <laughs> Not as much as you think. Yeah, in, but like in the University of Oregon, it's only like two sections out of like forty. Yeah, but that's still more people getting in for free than. Well, the no, NFL. they don't. They don't get yeah. in for free. You get student tickets. Oh, okay. They're significantly cheaper. Okay, because when I went to Southern Oregon, you just got them for free. Well, then it's because yeah. no one wants to go watch them. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> they, they I, just wanted people there. I've walked into their stadium before. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like a fucking high school football stadium. It's. Yeah, our high school was had a better stadium than that. No, they didn't. It had more seating. I I, th- I think you were maybe like this tall, so you had your uh, this tall, so your view was a little bit skewed. Maybe. Well, they had seating on the other side of the field. Oh, I would not call that just a rackety fucking rack <laughs> seating. <laughs> the visitor seating. Yeah, <laughs> the ones where kids would hide under and go make out. Oh yeah, smoke a, smoke a few cigarettes back there, you know. Yeah. Kiss your white trash girlfriend. She was nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kissed a girl back there. <laughs> under the visitors' seats. Yeah. <laughs> um, do Do you remember how remember awkward s- it was kissing like around that age? Oh yeah, I remember my but, first kiss. Like that, like awkward, like you'd like have your hands like on their hips and it, like. Was just, I was like, wait, was your, mouse, weird. your mouths are open? Yeah, that was weird. That was it, my first kiss. I was like... It's like a doggy 15? peanut no, butter. 14. I was 14. It's 14. Now I got my first kiss. It was awkward. Who was my first kiss? I mean... Dude, I have some... I, I have to have had some trauma in my life because I can't remember shit. Like, I can't remember, like, anything before, like, 15 at all. Like, it is all just... Dude, I... <laughs> dude, until until my last girlfriend, who worked at a domestic violence shelter, I didn't know that I spent time in a domestic violence shelter when I was a kid. <laughs> I forgot. Damn. I forgot about it when I was... Six? No, when I was seven. See, when I was seven. A big thing for me was it wasn't until I was about twenty that I realized I grew up poor. Like, cause my parents like. Which is weird, cause I always thought you were way. Were you? Do you? I mean, yeah. I no, no like I would say pre. After I met you, we were financially okay. No, yeah, you were financially okay. You weren't great. We were yeah. kind of all in the same bracket. Yeah. Just my parents were way more. Before that. Well, yeah, you lived on the coast. Yeah, I live in Coos Bay, North Bend, 
um, my idea of the cool, like, oh, hell yeah dinner was a rotisserie chicken from Fred Meyer and a loaf of French bread with butter on it. That's like a, that's like a, that's like a $4 dinner for both me and my sister. And it was like, oh shit, we pour. I'm four beers in and that sounds really good. Yeah, dude. It's It's weird how the simple things sound really good. Dude, um, I'm not going to lie. Uh... I don't know if I want to talk about this on the podcast. I'll just tell the story without giving any background to why. Um, so I saw a recipe for rotisserie chicken that looked so fucking good. So it was like uh, the chicken that uh, the mom was eating and spirited away. You haven't seen that movie, but it's a great movie. And like she like picks it up and just takes like a bite out of the chicken. And then the girl who like did the video of her cooking like did that and it just looked so nice to do i was like i really want to cook that chicken just ah, <laughs> take a bite out of the side of it that's weird i'll show you a man it looks pleasant <laughs> <laughs> like it looks appetizing as fuck but anyway back to our our growing up poor like yeah. i would say i don't want to say that i grew up poor um i think on my mom's side I never understood we why we moved so much, like me and my family. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I grew up. I don't want to say I grew up poor because you can definitely grow up poorer. Oh yeah, like like yeah. We we grew up. I grew up with a roof over my head. Poor. We didn't grow up in uh, what we would call, and no one will get this, Tofty Farms. <laughs> like. People who lived in Tofty Farms worked for Nike, like were high ups at Nike. My mom worked for Nike, but she was not a high up. Yeah. So like, you know, she wasn't she, like, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't. Once she started working for Nike, we, we started making decent, like, you know, yeah. my, we, I didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> my mom you fucking decent jerked money. off in the living room. The fuck? <laughs> I never jerked off in the living room. It's only in my room, in the bathroom, shower. The shower's in your bathroom, so. Is it, though? You don't know the layout of my house. That's not another room. You don't know that. With shower. Maybe we have multiple bathrooms. Anyway, but, like, one thing that I, like, appreciated about my dad is, like, I know that, like, when times are tough with my dad, my parents split up when I was one, so. Yeah. When I I refer to them as different, they're they're completely separate. My mom and my dad. It's two different lives. Two different lives. Yeah. Um, You're, You're like Hannah Montana. Yeah, I know my dad, like, I don't want to say my dad was hurting. I don't think that he was hurting for money, but he was like, I don't know how to phrase it, because I don't want to say... Like, like he, was, he just wasn't doing financially good. Well, like, no, because I know, like, he, you know, he had his own business, and yeah. I know that, that at one point it was doing really well, and then as things started to slowly decline, he, he kept it up. Yeah. And it was, it really... That taught me a lot, yeah, of just about how to be as a person. Uh, um, and 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 it's it was so beneficial, and I and I appreciate it so much because it's just like, I and he wasn't hurting at all, yeah. You know, it was, but it was still just so like, you know, strong, and that made me that made me like better as a person, and so- I appreciate it so much. So I shit on my dad a lot. You do? Um, well, yeah. Your 
I, your dad's still pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty good, but like, there's there are a lot of problems with my childhood. But well, like, yeah, he's, that he's very John Winchester like. Like yeah, like <laughs> but he was one very thing, problematic. But he got you there. One thing that I recently realized um, about myself that I got from my father, and I didn't even know I got it from him until like a week ago, because <laughs> I was just thinking about it. And so when my sister got married. Um, three or four years ago? No, like six years ago. I was twenty-one. Oh shit! She got yeah. married that long ago. Yeah. Um, You're almost twenty-seven. Oh, fuck, dude! Don't tell me that. <laughs> Getting fucking old. <laughs> I'm nowhere near twenty-six. Um. So, um. So it. I know that he wasn't working. He was really hurting financially. He was literally just living off of credit cards. And just like he paid rent with credit card, man. Like that's Jesus. that's fucking rough, man. And um he was between jobs. He wasn't sure when the next job started up yet, so he didn't know when his next line of income was coming in. Because he's in he's in the construction, and, which is yeah. job based. And um so it was a courtroom wedding. She didn't want like a wedding wedding. Maybe she did. Your I sister. don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. And so afterward, the uh Groom's family and my family, we all went to dinner to, uh, what's a claim jumper? Oh, dude, I wish. <laughs> I would happily have taken fried chicken. But no, it was a claim jumper, I think. Like, they serve, like, steakhouse stuff, right? I don't know. I've never been there. I've seen it on all 217. Right. Um, it's the one that's in the same I parking five. lot as uh, Clackamas. Oh, that's on the uh, other side. Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's so, off I-205. Yeah. So, um. In Oregon. We're like Californians And now. I know uh, the husband, his uh, like family isn't like super financially well off. And I remember my dad paying for everyone. And like it wasn't until like pretty recently that I was just like he was broke. But still like he didn't want to put that financial burden on someone else. And I was like is that why I'm giving like – Cause like I'm a pretty giving person, I feel like. Me too. And like, uh, I asked someone to go pick me up a shamrock shake on St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, pick me up a shamrock shake and then like a sandwich, and mm-hmm. from McDonald's." And then I was like, "How much is it?" He was like, "Oh, it was like, I got the same thing as you, so it was like fifteen bucks total, so whatever half that is." And I just, just gave, gave him fifteen bucks. bucks. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like I'll like just randomly like ask around like coworkers, so I'll be like. Hey, uh, I'm thinking about like bringing some food in for a bunch of people. Like, what do you, what would you be like in the mood for? Like, I don't know. Like, you thinking tacos? Maybe I should bring in the dessert, like cheesecake. And they're like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. Just want to. Like, I, I feel like I just like to do nice things for people because it makes me feel good. First off, <laughs> but also I hate the people who go around holding their camera up so they could show them like that. The, no, that is not doing something. Yeah, because you, yeah, you. It's the right thing to do, yeah. or it's the nice thing to do. That's because you want clout. Pe- yeah, you want people to. Um, but, and and they'll make money from that video probably. Um. But anyway, uh, like when David Dobrik gives out cars to people, dude, fuck David Dobrik. Stop. Oh, bringing... no, no, no. I got some shit to talk about uh, David. Dobrik. Oh, apparently he's, uh, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Have no. you watched his videos? Oh no. You watch his videos and you're just like, something's going to come out. Cause he shits on all these people. But yeah. anyway, we'll talk about that. Um, or we won't. 
But yeah, so like, I don't know if like I got it from my dad. Maybe it was how I was raised or something, or maybe it's just part of my nature. But like, it was just kind of like that moment of realization. Like, my dad's like, can be a good dude. You ever like, notice that the older you get, the more sympathy you have you have for your parents? Like, you're just like, yeah. I, as as I get older, I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And they had a child. Oh, I don't feel sympathy in that regard. I feel sympathy like, you know, like, <sighs> yeah, like, it sucked. But, like, they did the best they could. Yeah. Like, you know, they tried to provide me a happy life. They failed, but they tried. Oof. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking lie. <laughs> um no, I mean, like, along the lines of, like, you're, like, think about if you had a kid right now kid. and how you would think about the kid. I, w- I would resent the kid every day. Like. Well, you just resent everything. Well, no, like, having a kid right now would ruin my life. Like, it really would. <laughs> it really would. And I would It would resen- ruin my life. That's w- what's more important. <laughs> I would resent the kid. I would just be, like, my life could be happier if you weren't real. Oh. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we just went from, man, I, I think I'm a kind, caring person. Fuck you. Fuck children. And fuck your mother. <laughs> well, that's how we got here, is because you fucked my mom. <laughs> Fucking two year old saying that. Just like, yeah, I know. You fucked my mom. I get it. <laughs> Kid's voice is like corpse. Yeah. Just like, he's going to say his first word. Choke me like you hate me. <laughs> no. Um. No, I just, I just like, like it's just weird to think because as you get older, you're like, I'm a person, and then you think about like, you think about people who are similar around your age, and like, you're like okay, that person's thinking about the world kind of in the same way that I am, and then you realize like, well, when I was ten, my parent was this old, and they were thinking yeah. about the world that you know how old I was like I'm 25 years old yeah that's how old my dad was when he had me um my parents had me at about 30 oof they're old yeah um no do you ever have those like brief moments of like where you're walking around and you realize like you're surrounded by other conscious beings they're all having their internal monologues they're all having their internal problems like and then you look at him and you're like no you're just a mindless drone you look like a mindless (laughs) fucking drone they're just walking around carrying these backpacks of problems and you're just like oh man you're real (laughs) like you know like you're like you're existing too and it sucks and we all suck and we all fucking (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no i get hit with that every once in a while and i'm just like don't think about that that dude cut you off in traffic. There's no just reason. Yeah. Dude, I witnessed a traffic jam today. Like a traffic jam? Yeah. Like everyone witnesses those. No no no. Fucking listen, Jesus Christ. Like I witnessed the moron do it. So I'm driving down the road. <laughs> driving down I-205. And <laughs> so they're cutting down trees and shit on the right side. And so it's like I passed four signs of right lane ends. There's traffic, but not not much. Like we're all in one lane. There's one dude in the right lane still. He's mm-hmm. st- he's still just in the right lane, and he s- 
signals, jerks into the lane, brakes in front of the car, two cars in front of me. So we all had the brake, and I just look back, and now everyone stopped. Sure, I got back up to speed and started going quick, but he just caused a traffic jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the domino effect. But I'm going to tell you where he was, he was right, and then he was also wrong. So it's called the zipper. You're supposed to zipper. So yeah. obviously you're supposed to leave room between you and the car in front of you. Yeah. Uh, and as a lane ends, you're supposed to zipper in and not lose any momentum or any yeah. speed whatsoever. That is the correct way to, to, to drive. This is actually something I want to talk about on the podcast for weeks now because I always drive home on the days we record podcasts and I love driving. So I don't. <laughs> I love it. Getting my driver's license is one of the best days of my life. Yeah, it's better than sex. Uh, yeah. Have you ever had sex in a car? Fucking great. Yeah, I have, <laughs> and I really didn't want to, and I think I was raped. But anyway. <laughs> it was, anyway. It was a first date with a girl that I didn't think I was into. And you weren't into? <laughs> we pulled in the parking lot of Ackerman. Oh, my God, our middle school? That's a small parking lot. And she like, like basically like forced herself in my lap and like rode me, and I was just like, I don't have protection. She was like, I don't care, and I was just like, (laughs) this is how I got our pieces. But it wasn't that time. (laughs) Um, Anyway, anyway, so so the zipper method is is what he should have done but he shouldn't have slammed on the fucking brakes he well he waited till the lane ended well yeah you're supposed to then as the cones go on you're supposed to like come in yeah and he was just going too fast and the the guy behind him was not giving him enough room but i understand where that guy is coming from because fuck this dude yes (laughs) yeah if he had just gotten over when there was a chance then that wouldn't have happened yeah but then he did cause a backup that probably caused one of my fucking employees to be late. Because no, this was after your shit started. Was it? Yeah, this was about 10 a.m. Okay. Yeah. All right, because somebody blamed traffic for their oh, late. Oh, fucking liar. Okay, then. They're I'll just a that. bum. I'll remember that when I go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dude, my roommate, he went home at like 10 a.m. He, and he saw said the traffic jam. <laughs> Traffic wasn't that bad until it was behind him. <laughs> so, but yeah, that domino effect is actually yeah. incredibly bad. All and all it takes is you tapping your brakes, not even yeah. braking. Oh no, he didn't like full brake. He just like tapped. Yeah, but like he smacked in front, so he kind of zippered right. That's the thing. He zippered right, but then he broke for no reason. Yeah, he didn't need to, to tap his brake lights because yeah. that's like, oh shit, I need to hit my brakes, and then oh, it's just a yeah. domino effect. Why is it in America we don't know how to drive? Um, ego. Ego. Uh, N- driver's education is not good. But, like, not even, like, ego of, like, everyone walking around thinking they're a good driver. It's ego of me getting from A to B is more important than everyone else getting from A to B. Yeah. No, I know I'm a good driver, so. I'm an okay driver. I can- I'm a safe driver. You are a safe driver. Um, I know I'm just a good driver all around. Oh, okay. I okay, uh, dude. I'm I, great at sex. Okay, like I can. I'm sure I you are. fuck, dude. Dude, you get girls to cry and then they come back. So, 
So yeah, you're good. You're pretty fucking good. No, you're a good driver. Yeah, you are. No, I mean I can I can drift around a roundabout. So only when it rains because my truck isn't very powerful. But no, like I remember my ex. She would point out like how I could like see things happening before they like happen, and that's just because. I ride a motorcycle, so I scan. Like, there's a scanning technique that they teach you in motorcycle class that they don't teach you in driver's ed. Well, yeah, because you have to be safer. You're exposed and seconds away from death at all all times. All times. Yeah. So, yeah, it is a little bit scary. I'm also a pussy when it comes to riding a motorcycle. You should (laughs) see the chicken strips on my tires. Yeah, you don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't. Leaning, Leaning a motorcycle is what causes you to turn. Okay, so, yeah. so in order to carry more speed through a corner, you have to lean further. Mm-hmm. And um, chicken strips are the edges of the tires that have gone unused because you don't lean that much. That's funny. Yeah. That is common. That's why they call it chicken strips because you're a fucking pussy. You're yeah. a chicken. You know? Dude, people who think like that are fucking pussies themselves because they're just walking around thinking like oh yeah look my my tires are so far over yeah you're a fucking loser that's who you are what's funny is when you lean over too much like you end up fucking up the edge of your tires and getting it all fucking like all uh like balls of rubber ball up on there and it's like that causes you to lose traction so it's actually there's a happy medium you don't want to lean over too far but you also want to lean over more because if you if you don't lean over enough and then all of a sudden you need to lean over, that tire has been unused, so it's not broken in yet. Mm-hmm. So you kind of want to make sure you lean over enough, yeah. but you don't want to lean over too much because yeah. then you ruin the tire. But yeah, um, no, I'm I like to say I'm a pretty good driver, and I just don't understand why no one learns how to fucking drive. I had someone stop at a yield sign. Today on the way in. Oh, dude, that's obnoxious. <laughs> At a roundabout. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. If there's no car, go. <laughs> like, um, they don't know how to, like, they have to, like, wait till they get to the yield sign and then look. It's like, no, you look. You no look car as you're coming. approaching. Yeah. <laughs> like, what were you looking at while you were approaching? You know what we need is an Autobahn. No, we don't. We need an autobahn. That's asking for a lot of dead no, people. No, because then they will have, they will require a more strict driver's education, just like in Germany. Yeah, where it's two thousand dollars to uh, take driver's education. Yeah, there's no way that would ever pass in America. People lose their fucking minds because we're poor. Yeah, or also just because again, like we're arrogant. We, yeah. we all just walk around thinking... That we can pilot... I, I'm perfect. That we can pilot a two-ton piece of metal... Yeah. ...down the road. But no, like, I, I'm i a... I'm a very cautious driver, so people will, like, often equate that to, like, I'm a good driver. It's like, no, nah, I'm kind of terrified right now, actually. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And, and I am just desperately trying to not crash. You know what that's like? That's like Sergeant Stubby in the trenches. <laughs> I'm just yapping away. I hear a, <laughs> I hear a loud shrill noise, and I smell gas. <laughs> I smell gas. That fucking hero, uh, <laughs> dude. He is now my second favorite dog behind Ollie, Ollie Tennyson. Rest in peace. Who's dead? They're both dead. 
Yeah, but Ollie Tennyson died sooner. More, More recently. I was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> Do you think Will Tennyson's 100 years old? Trying to date on Tinder? Bucky Barnes. <laughs> what? Bucky, in the new episode of Falcon oh, yeah, and Winter yeah, Soldier, yeah, yeah, yeah. he uses dating apps, and he's over 100. He's 106. Yeah, did I... Did you get the picture I sent you? Yes, I did. Dude, that hit. I remember all of them. Yeah. That was a meme. Check yeah. it out on our meme page. Surprisingly memes. I don't want a meme page. No, because we're not fucking Quentin Quarantino. The Planned Parenthood guy. He raised a bunch of money for Planned Parenthood in memory of Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> you remember <laughs> that guy? Funny. That's funny. No, I didn't hear you shit You showed about me that guy. It was a meme page who said that he was donating $100 to Planned Parenthood in memory of L Rush Limbaugh when he died, and it got up to, like, $1.4 million or something like that. Oh, I'm sure, like, I forwarded to you, but I didn't think about it. Like, I didn't, like, oh. be like, oh, I'm remembering this guy. I oh, don't give a I got, shit. I got so into that. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, like, no. He ended up, he ended up, he started a GoFundMe page, and it got to, like, $1.4 million or something. Jeez. Um... Man, Rush Limbaugh is about a bit over a month sober now. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. He's dead. Yeah, as he fucking deserves. Uh, you get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> the good Joker. Yeah. That shitty one in Justice League. He did a pretty good job in Justice League. I'll give him that. It was awful. It was creepy. It was creepy, but in a, like they're trying way too hard kind of way. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert for the Justice League. If you watch Joss Whedon's Justice League movie, you know what happens. Yeah. It was it was better than Joss Whedon's, but didn't need to be four hours. Yeah. Um, I did like that uh, they made Cyborg a focal point. I don't. I think that that guy was fucking annoying. I didn't like how broody he was. He was but, so broody. But it was nice that it's like... He's not the strongest. He's not like the most capable of the Justice League. He's just the guy who didn't want to be a superhero. Like everyone wants to be a superhero. You know, like, oh, I want to be Iron Man. I want to be Superman. I want to be one that girl who wanted to be Wonder Woman. Can I be like you? And like he, he probably just wanted to die. Like he just wanted his dad probably to just like let it go basically. But he was forced to be a superhero, and he's depressed, and he hates his life. And, um, like, it was kind of like his story, in a way. But it was so broody, and it's just, yeah. I, did, I couldn't get into it, because he hated it, and he hated it, and he hated it, and I didn't want to die. And then all of a sudden, in the end, he's like, no, I want this. And it, the story jumped around so fucking much. They defeated fucking Steppenwolf. Darkseid never came in. Well, yeah, because the whole the whole reason they were afraid of coming to Earth was because of Superman. Now Superman's alive again. Well, fuck that. He's just going to murk us. Like, he's just going to beat the living shit out of us. There is no Avenger like that. Yeah, and it's why I don't like the DC. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, like the, the, event, the Marvel Universe is way more of an even playing field. There's no, yeah. there's no alpha out there. Like, there's some alpha-like guys. Captain but, Marvel. 
But there are alpha villains yeah. out there who could take her down. Yeah. And it's just it was just so rough. Yeah. Um I it, and the, the, it just made no sense. It jumped around so much. I couldn't understand what was going on. Like they defeated the villain and there's still an hour left in the movie. And then it's like, oh, the Martian Manhunter. Oh, cool. We're not going to do nothing with that. Yeah, they set up for a sequel that already is confirmed not going to happen. Um, and then what's that one fucking guy that came in that was on the yacht? Technically oh, uh, Slade Wilson. Slade Wilson. Yeah, the greatest character in the DC universe. Yeah. Um, and they're going to do nothing with him. Uh, fun fact, he single-handedly fought the entire Justice League and he has no power. Really? Yeah, in one of the comics, he fought all of them at once and almost like killed a few of them before escaping. And it's yeah. just like he's just a former mercenary. Like that's it. He's Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson the... is a ripoff of Slade Wilson. Oh, is he? Yeah, I thought it was the other way around. No, Slade Wilson is like one of the OGs of like comic book villains. Like he's old. Okay. Yeah. See, I. Here's what I liked about the Justice League movie, was the, uh, I I thought that they made, um, Flash's backstory, way more adulty. They didn't make it as much of a joke. They didn't yeah. make him as much of the comic relief. Yeah. Yes, he was the comic relief, but they made it not as cringy. Yeah. They, they took out that scene where he falls on Wonder Woman and is like, Ew. oh, he's got his face in her boobs. Like, Which it was cringy. Yeah, it was That's very just because Joss Whedon's a pervert. Yes, he is. Yeah. And they gave him that whole backstory, you know, with his father in prison. Yeah. And they just made it way more touching. Like how he's. He's the fastest man alive, yet he somehow is still just working himself ragged so that he can put himself through school, get a criminal justice degree so he can help free his dad. Like, the fastest man alive is running himself ragged trying to save his dad. That's, like, fucking, like, that hits. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, still do not like Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh, yeah. Bat, he is he is an awful Batman. He's a great Bruce Wayne. He's suave. He's cool. He is a great Bruce Wayne. <laughs> ba Batman. Oh, I have a voice changer. It sounds fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. Like it sounds no. awful. Um, uh, I, I'm stoked for Robert Pattinson. I don't know about you. I just can we just where can we cut cut bait? Um, cut bait and restart. DC could do so well. I feel like the biggest problem is is um kind of like what happens with Doctor Who where so like the first movie that will come out of like of a line of movies they'll be like I fucking hate this fuck this new actor I don't like him not my Batman like kind of personality not my doctor you know and then we'll get two or three movies in further sure ben affleck never improved but like i feel like robert pattinson is gonna get all of this shit on his first batman movie then he's gonna do two more 
and they're going to be great. And people are going to look back and been like, oh man, he was really great. But we spent so much time shitting on him. Now they're not going to do any more Robert Pattinson movies. So now we're going to move on to a different Batman now. And then we're going to be upset with that Batman because we got attached to Robert Pattinson now and we're not going to like him. No, I see that with the Batman thing. Yeah. But like Christian Bale's good. He did three movies. They didn't build the DC universe off that. Yeah, that was their should have. That was their Robert Downey Jr. moment with Iron Man, and they didn't capitalize on it. Yeah, and Ben Affleck came in in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, he didn't have his own solo Batman movie. Yeah, he came in in Justice League, so he's only been Batman for two movies. I'm not attached to him in any way whatsoever. Yeah. I think that he's fucking awful because every time I see him, I'm like, "Where's Matt Damon?" <laughs> Um, I feel like people are still attached to uh, the Christian Bale Batman is the problem. Because I would say that they're probably it's probably the three best superhero movies. It's I, it's up there. The first one is okay. The third one's okay. But the middle one is best a, superhero movie. It's a good trilogy. Yeah. Take it with like, trilogies. Iron Man trilogy. Yeah. It's better than any other... Eh. If Cap 1 was good. If Cap 1 was really good. Yeah, then, then Cap's Cap's trilogy, Cap's trilogy would be better. Would be better. Yeah. But the Dark Knight, um, the third Dark Knight movie, Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. It, it could have been better. It could have been better, but I'll put it on par with Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, I would put it above Captain America, first Avenger. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. like, the Captain America trilogy with Captain America, first Avenger... Winter Soldier and Civil yeah. War. Winter Soldier is, is right up next to uh, the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight Rises or Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Because you have Batman. Batman Begins, begins the Dark, Dark Knight. Rises. The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I would say both of their middle movies. <laughs> yeah. Were some fucking um, intense shit. But the the DC just needs to cut bait and, and restart. Keep Henry Cavill. You're not going he, to. They, he, he doesn't he, want to. Yeah. Um, you need to keep Gal Gadot. Pe- people are whining because, well, he just requested too much money. Um, it's because he's the perfect Superman, maybe. Gal Gadot's the perfect Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, Jason Momoa, fucking great. Jason Momoa's a great Aquaman for not fitting the fucking bill. Yeah. He is. He somehow pulls it off while not fitting the, 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 the uh, comic book. Yeah. Description of him. Yeah. He's not blonde hair, blue eyed Swede. Yeah. Norwegian. And then, um. Norwegian? Norwegian. Whoever the fuck is the actor who plays Flash. Ezra Miller. Yeah. Keep him. I think that's his name. I may have that said that sounds wrong. right. Ezra. I think his name is Ezra. Yeah. E- Doesn't fucking matter. Whatever. Um. Keep him. He is wonderful. He is just his charming. His jokes. Yeah. Were so funny. And, like, it's the delivery, man. If you told those jokes any other way, it would have been cringe as shit. But he's just charming. Yeah, that one joke when when uh, when everyone leaves. And, he's and like, then on the rooftop, he's like, oh, everyone left. That's rude. <laughs> and then just, <laughs> just gone. It was just like, um, he's... One thing that I do have to say about him is his fast-running scenes, I hate. 
Yeah. Because they did Quicksilver so fucking good yeah. in X-Men. And you're like, mm, Quicksilver's you, way better. And you could tell they didn't want to just rip off Quicksilver. But it's like, please just rip off Quicksilver. Yeah, like, we would be okay with it because it's so good. Yeah, keep the lightning shocks going off in the background or whatever because he's moving fast or whatever the rationale is behind that. Um, I love the tension, though. Of the scene where they drop the uh, box in and he's like starts running at the speed of light and it slowly starts to come back up because he's going too fast. So fast, yeah. And it was just like just that like little tension of like you see it go up and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> DC is dark. Keep yeah. it dark. Batman said the F word twice. Oh my in god. Justice League. Um, like keep it that way. Keep him rated R. That's um, what's going to set you apart from Marvel. So. Get rid of Jared Leto. That's a... Yes. Just have Joaquin Phoenix. I don't care if, like, the timelines don't line up or something. So... I don't care. So, Batman with Robert Pattinson is supposed to take place in, like, the 70s, right? I have no clue, but okay. yeah. Okay, that's the rumor. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker took place in the 70s or 80s or whatever it was. Uh-huh. Do that. Do a time period piece Yeah. on that. Make it dark and gritty. Yeah. And and have Molly Crew show up. Oof. Okay. Yeah. So uh, crossover with the dirt. Yeah. Anyways, I'm about to pee my pants. So okay. I should probably end this. Okay, so we should probably wrap up down. Yeah, we're gonna Um wrap up. I'm gonna end it on this note. It was something I wanted to say earlier, but we got really sidetracked with some uh good topics in my opinion. Yeah. Um do you ever like when you get a book? And you just, like, read the first sentence and the last sentence to, like... And then you try and guess, like, all right, how do I get from that sentence to... Like, you know, like... No. You don't do that? Man, I did that with the Bible. Scared the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Bible's a scary book. Oh, shit. (laughs) Wait till you read the parts where they hate you. God created the universe. God destroyed the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So check us out on Twitter at the surprising twit Twitter handle. Check us out on Instagram, surprisingly podcast, where we try to remember to post shit. Um, check us out on Spotify if you're watching us on YouTube, surprisingly sober podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify and you want to see our faces, check us out on YouTube at surprisingly sober podcast. Catch us on Friday for Surprisingly Music, where we'll be sitting down to talk about my chemical romance. Black Parade. Thank you for watching. It's a joy as always. I'm Taryn. I'm Trevor. And we are r slash signing off. off.